one, one, two, one, I dream of four. Inspiration, elevation, knocking right at your door. Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. This is me, Kanoe Nani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Wong, aloha. Aloha everybody, today's Mana Bomb is enough with sending them off with love and light. How about you remove yourself with love and light? And so today we're going to be focusing on setting boundaries and not being afraid to do that. And some of the questions I'm going to ask to engage some thoughts are, do you feel like you set boundaries in the first place? Or do you get to the point where boundaries are magically forced? And I'll talk about that in a little bit. You know, what's your breaking point? We're going to talk about parenting. We're going to talk about work. And we're going to talk about relationships because those are places where we set boundaries. I wanted to talk about this thing about love and light. It's been a trend the past few years. Positive thinking, positive affirmations, love and light, sending people off, even if they've hurt you, with closure and love and light. In that we tend to continue a connection that we're trying to disattach from, not realizing that connection is now an unhealthy attachment. And I wonder why we are always wanting to find closure, especially when something was crossed or you were disrespected. Why is there a need to go and make it great with that person? And I want us to think about that because it's a stigma that we have to be a certain type of way to be respected when the irony in that was disrespect. And so I want to challenge us in thinking, how about removing ourselves with that love and light? So the same love and light we would give somebody for that closure to move on because we want to keep a friendship because of this, that, and the other thing. But they hit me. They disrespected me. They stole from me. Why can't we just put that love and light in us and remove ourselves gracefully from those situations or from those people? I'm not sure, Kulani, if you've had any experiences in this realm regarding keeping an attachment, keeping a connection. How did it work out for you? There's actually two things that I've gone through now that I think about it. The first was my daughter had moved out uh, shortly after she had her second baby and she was staying with her uh, boyfriend and his family. And it was just my husband and I. And so when he passed away, she felt like she needed to come home. According to her, and I quote, I think my dad would want me to be home here to help take care of you. At that time, yeah, you know, I I felt like I needed her around and I needed the babies around, I think is what it was. And so I gave in, but I gave in to her and the babies, not the boyfriend. And eventually she tried to ask if he could spend the night one night. And the answer was, of course, but he can go home tomorrow. And then a couple nights and then it led to, can he stay? Being the mother that I am, I said, okay, the wall was no longer there. There was no boundary after that. And I realized after certain situations, that was not a healthy space for them to be in, to learn how to be adults, or for me to be in as a mama. I'm not your friend. I'm your mother. Yes, I will always be here for you to take care of you, but I think you need to learn how to adult in the adulting world. What ended up happening is I moved and I created a a new boundary to ensure that she could learn whatever growing pains she had. I removed myself. Still love her, still seeing her every day. And I'm not going to lie, that was hard to do. You know, as a mama, you always want to coddle your kids. Your your baby, no matter how old she is or he is, will always be your baby. My daughter is 27. And when I look at her, I still see 
the five-year-old that started kindergarten. The other one was I had a disagreement with my sister-in-law, a really big one, and it blew up where I had to remove myself from having a relationship with my brother. That hurt. That one hurt really big because I loved him so much to keep my own sanity and to stay straight in my own life and take care of my own dealings, get out of the equation or remove myself from that equation. That's been over 10, 20 years, but it took between 10 and 20 years to really let go and detach from the situation and recognize that I don't have control over what you do or how you do. I only have control over me. Today, I can honestly say that I have good relationships with all of my sister-in-laws. That one especially, uh, we've come a long way. And you know how people say, you can forgive, but you're never ever going to forget. That was the lesson I learned. And I can forgive myself for staying there for that, the length of time that I was there, but I'm not going to ever forget that it happened. And I'm going to make sure that I don't ever put myself in a space like that again, because it was shitty. It was shitty. I'm very family oriented. And so I always want to be around family. So what did I do? I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to change because I'm not going through this cycle again. I love them though. Now. I have to believe in some way, shape or form, a lot of us have had those types of relationships and we didn't know how to move around them, whether us as parents or family members. So your golden nugget in there, that mommy, that pearl is you cannot change anybody else and you can't expect to forgive somebody with the hopes that they're gonna change and if that means removing yourself that's the most healthiest thing you can do it sounded like you did that in both situations we'll talk about that magic forced boundary in a second because i know there's more to your first story regarding how sometimes the universe gotta come in and do its job. Yeah. But I wanted to talk also about maybe another common thing is relationship, which seems to be hard. I'm not going to say anything is harder, but they're all hard. We have different thresholds <laughs> within us. But one of the ones I wanted to share was, you know, regarding boundaries within a relationship could mean I don't want somebody who's cheating on me. That's a boundary. I don't want somebody who's going to call me all these names. Boundary. I don't want somebody who's going to physically beat me, boundary. I don't want somebody who is going to emotionally, sexually, mentally abuse me, boundary. Most of us, I think, at some point in time have thought about that or enter into those spaces or even told the other person, here's my boundaries. Very clear about that. But then you get into the relationship. Time passes. You get to know each other the representative that you knew at the beginning is no longer there. Suddenly, the names come out. Suddenly, push. Then maybe a punch. Then there's the one cheating and the second time cheating. And you go through this process of like, no, it's going to get better. No, I have to stay because we're married. I have to stay because we have kids. I have to stay because everybody's watching me and I'm supposed to be this goody two-shoe person who has it together. If they see that I don't have it together, what is everybody going to say about me? There's all those facades and illusions that we live by that keep us contained even in our own boundary. So we allow these things to happen. And then we get stuck in a cycle because we can't get out because we allow outside of us to regulate who we are inside. So then the magical force, universe, 
set that boundary for you. What happens? Sometimes that means that relationship that you got cheated on. They get they cheat, they leave you with the kids, the bills, they get married to the person they cheat. Don't worry, they have their own suffering. The physical abuse, one day you're in the hospital, beaten, bruises, that's the universe forcefully letting you know that you're not enforcing your boundaries. And so the universe comes in and enforces it. We can go through the gamut. Those are those things that we don't recognize. The universe is going to take over if we don't do it ourselves. Why wait that long? Because it could be horrific. So when we start to build confidence in ourselves to understand that's not for me. No, you cannot do that to me. I don't care if we have kids. I'm a strong, confident woman or man. I'm out. But feel that. Yeah, you're going to struggle. Yeah, it's going to be hard because you have dependency, but you're going to be okay and you're going to be safe. We tend to want to continue the relationship. Oh, but that's the father. Oh, that, but that's the mother of my children. I'm going to keep that attachment so that we have a good relationship in the future. Don't worry about that, right? And like in your situation, it comes back. The universe is going to stop it when it needs to be stopped. The universe will always bring it back when it needs to be brought back. When you ready for it? Your story of how it was magically forced with your daughter into the house and something happened. Yep. The universe stepped in and flooded the unit uh, to the point where they were going to fix it, but they were also going to raise the rent. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not paying extra for living in the same spot because you guys have to fix it. So I decided at that time, like, okay, hey, Mahalo Universe, here's my chance to remove myself. And so that's when I was looking. And guys, I jumped on Facebook and I did a blast. No joke. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for an apartment. Anybody know where any apartments are on Oahu? And my cousin on Kauai, she direct messaged me and said, cousin, my husband is living there for work. And there's a unit in his building. I think he's right down the road from you. And I said, for real? She's like, yeah, call him up. I called. And in a matter of a month, I had a place. And so that meant my daughter had to find a place to live because I wasn't staying there. I said, you can opt to stay here and pay that rent or you can find somewhere. That's when the universe stepped in to kind of kako me or to support me and help me rebalance myself in that space. Because you yeah. said it yourself, right? Like The universe wasn't there to remove these people hurtful people or these using people or these unable people from your life. They're, they're really there to get you to step up your game. My daughter was my lesson. That was my lesson from the universe on how to remove myself. Because not too long after that, I had the enlightening. I felt like I was strong enough and mentally healthy enough to deal with the situation with my brother and his, and his wife. It kind of just happened one after another. There you go. The, the universe will do what it, the universe needs to get done if we cannot do it on our But there's so many blessings that happens from it. When we recognize that the end game is knowing that you have now this skill set that you were forced to learn and nobody dying. <laughs> well, did you die? <laughs> no. And so we're here. And I think that's what we need to get used to. Not being afraid to set our boundaries. And stop worrying about what other people think, right? You're not a bad yes. parent because you wanted your children who are adults, who have their own children, who has a able man, father in the house to move on. 
you're not a bad person and it doesn't make you a bad parent. We got to stop doing that to ourselves and it's okay. And so those are our breaking points. Those are our boundaries. And that's our realization of not being afraid. There's a song called Breaking Point by Carrie Hilson. And there's a line in there. Ladies, have you ever had a man who pushed you when you were low? He want to stay out at night and don't care how you feel. Instead of manning up, I can't concentrate. You so petty. You stay touching my last nerve. My friends say, what's wrong with you, girl? And what she's really trying to say is that she hit her breaking point. All those things happen. The wall is demolished. And she feels like there's no, no way to stay in this space. But how does she get out? In the lyrics, she talks about different kind of breaking points. Every woman has a breaking point, y'all. Go listen to it. Gary Hilson, Breaking Point. Make sure we don't get stuck in that kind of space. Yeah. Music does it for us. And there's so many lyrics in there that are super deep that we can relate to. You know, music heals a lot of us sometimes. I wish the best for everybody out there to all of our listeners regarding setting boundaries, recognize our connections and our attachment, getting strong enough to do what we need to do before the universe has to come in and do it for us. I pray for all of us to get to that point because then we can make better decisions quicker at less cost. With that being said, Kulani, do you have anything else to share? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about really quickly about the vision board party that we had yesterday. Ooh, lots of sharing, all these goals that got set. Yo, that new truck is on my board. Yo, it's on my board. If you guys are interested, listeners, come join us at our next vision board party. We haven't set a date yet, but stay tuned. Check out our episodes. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere, everywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kulani. Yep. Signing off, it's me, Kanoe Lani Davis on the island of Molokai. And it's your girl, Kulani Jeremiah Wong, here on Oahu. Aloha! Aloha! You can find us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Look for Mana Bombs Podcasts. We love doing this for free, but could use your financial help. So check out our Patreon page and subscribe as low as $5 a month. Get perks based on your patron choice.